This is Glenn Ferris with Politically Denton, and we're sitting down with Representative Beto O'Rourke today on this beautiful spring day here at the Gateway Center on the campus of the University of North Texas. Representative O'Rourke, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks for having me on your show, and and uh, and thanks for being here. We're we're excited. This is another visit to Denton. Every one of them has been great, and we're excited about the the group that's out there to be part of this today. This might be new information for you, but Denton is a f- town of full of recovering musicians like myself. I've worked full time playing in bands. What what kind of music? Uh, kind of across the board. Uh, right now, kind of folk stuff. Uh huh. Kind of folk Americana stuff, very Texas sounding stuff. Right on. And so I've got friends who kind of came from that scene and uh, have grown up, as one would say, and some are designing operating systems for cube satellites here in Denton. Uh, some folks like me do commercial real estate and are amateur podcasters. Um, so how do you think your experience with your band prepared you for a statewide campaign and how is that going to prepare you for governing should yeah. you win? It's a good question. I mean, I don't, I don't know, except that when we were um, playing in bands and um, you know, writing our songs and, and recording and putting out records and starting labels and booking tours, you know, we, we were doing it on our own. And when I say on our own, I mean, a ton of us involved in it. But but no one doing it for us, if you know what I mean. Like no right. no label, no corporation, no uh, textbook way of doing this. It was um, calling somebody in Denton. In fact, this is one of the first places that we came to when we were playing music because Mike Stevens, uh, who was in the band, had a friend, probably from Coronado High School in El Paso, who was going to University of North Texas. And that friend made the mistake of answering Mike's phone call when we were calling from the payphone saying, we need a place to stay <laughs> tonight. And so the four of us stayed in this poor kid's you know, dorm room. Um, it was great. It was, it was people just coming together in the most honest, direct way possible to tell stories, listen to one another. Um, there, there may be something like that going on here. You're going town to town getting a chance to meet and listen to people that you want to work with and serve with and, and do great stuff with. So um, there's something that feels rock and roll uh, about that and, and feels honest and feels right and feels Texas about it. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, that, that sounds very much like the campaign you're running is get out there. Uh, some of the first articles I read was about you heading into uh, the path of a hurricane just to see what you could do, you know, as a as a citizen of Texas. I think that's great kind of current news you no doubt saw ted cruz's gushing over trump in the time article released yesterday what's your take on that and how do you think that benefits him or hurts him in this race i I don't know um he kind of took this amused tone to this trump presidency and isn't it great fun to watch um, and the the reality for so many of our fellow texans is it hasn't been great fun you know if you're the family member of a dreamer, if you yourself are an immigrant, um, if you are waiting for the ax to fall and um, find yourself deported to a country you've never known, whose language you don't speak, where you're no longer able to thrive here at UNT or anywhere in this country and contribute back to this country that you love, that you're a part of, there's nothing fun about that. And there's, there's nothing great about this, this presidency. If you're someone who's been marginalized because you have a disability or because you're Mexican-American or because you come from Africa or because you're somehow different than the majority, nothing fun, fun in that. And, and the, the smallness and the pettiness, the paranoia, 
the hatred, the fear engendered by a president who plays upon the emotions of Americans who want to do something big and better than what we've been able to achieve so far is so beneath us. Um, we, we are capable of so much more. And the other positive gratifying side of this is that Texas will be the answer to that. And it won't come in, in a gushing, you know, um, Time Magazine article about Donald Trump. It'll come in the most important election of our lifetimes, you know, in, in November of this year, where Republican and Democrat, independent folks who never voted before are going to come out, stand up, be counted, and and do something amazing for Texas and for the country. So um, that's what I think Texas is about. And that's what I feel so lucky to be a part of right now. Well, in Texas, cities much like Denton have taken uh, hits with the current governor and the Texas legislature. Uh, they've consistently used the power of the state to bat down city initiatives. Here in right. Denton, for example, yeah. we had the fracking ban yeah. in 2014. Yeah. Citizens voted overwhelmingly against that. What could you do as U.S. Senator of Texas to bring more local control back to our state? It's interesting. You have a state government that has shirked more and more of its responsibilities, sending them down to the local level. You know this. Your property taxes are going up because the state used to take on a greater proportion of the cost of public education. And now the state is saying, you know what? We know it's important, but you down in Denton County, you do that on your own. At the same time that they prevent Denton County from making its own rules and laws about how we're going to make life better for the people of Denton. So it's not a Republican or a Democratic um, idea. This is just a Texas value to make sure that people can make their own decisions about their own lives, their own communities. Teachers can teach to the kids, not to a test. Folks can protect the air, the the water, the the land around them uh, by passing their, their own ordinances. Um, I'd love to see greater respect paid to people, regardless of party or geography or any other small difference that could otherwise divide us. So um, I, I love what Denton is doing. I love what other cities are doing by taking the initiative in the face of failure at the state and the federal level. Um, mayors and councils and, and commissioners courts, they're the ones who are leading on this stuff. But things are very polarized right now. I mean, what you're talking about is, uh, I mean, a coming together of two very opposite sides. And with the world being this polarized, how do you affect change there? How does that happen? This is where Texas is leading the way. And and again, if I'm honest, I, I realize I am just a part of this and, and very lucky to be a part of this. But um, you've got Republicans and Democrats alike getting together on things that used to perhaps divide us. Immigration that we just talked about, health care. There's just no Republican or Democratic value to making sure that that kid gets the care and the treatment, the surgeries, the therapy that will improve or save their lives. We all want to do better for that child um, on making sure that everyone is able to afford an education at the University of North Texas, right? I mean, yeah. out of reach for, for literally millions of our fellow Texans right now. So um, I think by focusing on the big, ambitious work, being aspirational, not being small and petty, that's what unites us. I'm, I'm convinced of it because I've traveled the state now for the better part of a year and a half and, and that's what I'm hearing everywhere we go. Doesn't matter how blue or how red the town is. Well, that's, that's kind of what I like about what we do at Politically Denton is uh, it's all about the better conversation. And like, you're, like you were saying, to save lives, that is not a Republican or Democratic issue. There's no 
should we do better with people's lives? You know, that, I mean, that is a human element, but the numbers in Texas, 2.8 million Republicans showed up versus 1.4 million uh, in the 2016 primaries. How do you overcome that? How do you do that? Yeah. If, if we only play to our friends, to what's easy, to what's comfortable, to what's familiar, then we'll, we'll never make the change that we know we deserve as a people, you know, as a state, as a country. If we will have the, you know, the humility, um, it, if, if we will believe in one another, regardless of whatever small difference may have otherwise stood before us in other years, and party could be one of those differences, I really think there's, there's no stopping us. And that's why you find us, we were just in McKinney, in Collin County right now. You're supposed to be very red part of the state, right? Yeah. A thousand people came out uh, at 9 a.m. on a Friday morning at a brewery. No less. Maybe the brewery had <laughs> something to do with it, yeah, right? could have something to do with uh, it. And we're about to see a, a great group of people here in, in Denton. I, I think, I, I'll tell you, from my personal experience being in El Paso, so hard to get to, so far away from the centers of power. When people showed up and listened to us, um, it really hit home and it mattered. And sure. that common courtesy, that basic respect that we pay to one another, I just want to make sure that, that that we're all about that in this campaign. Well, Beto, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank really you, and, and uh, thanks for what you're doing by engaging folks, regardless of, of any other difference. This, this is how we're going to make this country better. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.